is The Warrior's Cry, episode 12. I'm James Edwards, your host. I'm coming at you today because I wanted to talk about a few things that I wanted to get off my chest uh, from a purely um, Christian perspective. Uh, as many of you guys know, I host another podcast called Warriors on the Wall with my friends Steve Bremner and Travis Brown. And I normally don't like to address things on this podcast that are uh, of a nature that is temporal. Uh, for example, I don't like to deal with uh, politics or anything of that nature on this podcast. But a thought came to mind this morning as I was sitting uh, here um, debating or, or whatever on, with friends on Facebook uh, about uh, the election. And I started wondering... How can a Christian support things like gay marriage or um, abortion? And so I did a little bit of research on that, and I wanted to kind of share my thoughts on that as well. So this last month and a half or so, we've seen uh, people like uh, Christian writer Jen Hatmaker come out, and she's basically come out in support of LGBT marriage. Um, and she is a big proponent and a big supporter of it. Now, her reasoning behind it is love. And those of you who know me know that I am also one who espouses the idea of love. Now, I believe that love is so important that we should love one another as Christ loved uh, us, and he loved us to repentance. And so, you know, we should also love our brothers and our sisters and our friends and our family and the people in our community as Christ loved us. And that was with a love with the intention of getting repentance. Because I, I personally believe that God cannot dwell with, uh, with sin. He can't live with sin. And so therefore, um, one who practices a sin openly and is not repentant of that my question is, is can God truly dwell near that? So the other thing was, I started thinking about abortion. And uh, we had an episode of Warriors on the Wall. It was episode four. It was pre-election. Uh, and uh, we, talked about, um, we talked about abortion and how important to me um, that particular topic is. Um, because most of you who listen to this podcast, if you don't listen to Warriors on the Wall, you may not have heard. Um, but I was actually, uh, uh, unfortunately, um, involved in a situation where an ex had an abortion without actually filling me in. And that was a very challenging part uh, of my life. And if you want to hear more of the story, just check out Warriors on the Wall, Episode 4, um, with myself, Steve Bremner, and uh, Travis Brown. And where we actually talk about that. So I kind of wanted to give you my thoughts about the whole idea behind Jen Hatmaker. And it seems like there's a resurgence, or not really a resurgence, but a, uh, a, a wave of Christians who support these social things that, uh, in my opinion, are so obviously against Scripture. So what I want to know is, is from you guys... Um, what is it about uh, the LGBT community that makes it seem like it is a good thing? 
you know, a lot of people say that it's based on love, um, love anyone you want to. And, and I'm fine with that. But here's my thought. God commanded us in the original scriptures in the Old Testament when he first created Adam and Eve. He said, go be fruitful and multiply. Now, when I've made that comment in the past in talking to um, LGBT supporters, they've always said, well, what of the women who are barren? What of the men who can't have children? Um, and my response to that is, they may not be able to have children, but there is the possibility that it can happen. There is absolutely no possibility, and and you know, and I know that God is is all powerful and all uh, controlling, but there is absolutely no possibility that there will ever be a man who gets pregnant uh, or a woman who gets pregnant by her uh, female partner. There's just absolutely no way that that can happen. Science hasn't figured out a way to do it yet, and no one has really um, had any ideas around that. So in order for a male gay couple to have a kid, they essentially have to adopt and or uh, rather do uh, surrogate um, parenting where they hire a woman to carry their child. Um, and then the other side of it is there's absolutely no for, way for women to get pregnant without a male unless they actually go to uh, a sperm bank or some type of uh, a clinic of that nature, or they hire someone to impregnate them. Now, I know this is more, um, I guess you could say, more adult-oriented than my normal podcast. But my thought around this is, is that in order for the church to be united, in order for us to stand together as one body of Christ, we also must stand together with the ideals that we believe is in Christ Jesus. Now, this podcast is not my way of coming out and saying that I hate um, gay people. I do not hate gay people. I repeat that. I do not hate gay people. I don't despise them. I don't dislike them. Um, and quite frankly, I fear for them. Um, I fear for them because they, uh, the ones that are really bad about, you know, um, uh, about all of this, they tend to try and make Christianity look bad, or they try to redefine Christianity to make it easy for them to live in their lifestyle. You know, and in my opinion, I don't really think that homosexuality is any different than really looking at pornography or uh, doing any of that uh, kind of thing. I really don't believe that that is a, uh, there's a difference there. But I do know that a lot of Christians, um, do like to try and say that there is a difference, um, which, in my opinion, I don't think sexual sin of any kind, whether it be adultery or fornication or uh, or uh, lust or homosexuality or any of that such thing, are different from one another. But I believe that sexual sins are actually uh, some of the worst sins that we can commit because we're we're sinning against our own body. You know, we can lie and we can cheat, um, but that sins against someone else. We're not sinning against ourselves, but with sexual sins, we're sinning against ourselves. And, you know, the Bible is quite clear about that. So when it comes to Jen Hatmaker, there's been a lot of 
uh, outrage uh, against Jen Hatmaker. All of her books have been pulled off the shelves um, at Lifeway uh, bookstores and other Christian bookstores. Um, she's lost a lot of support uh, from mainstream Christian denominations um, because of her stance on that. Um, her husband also came out in support of his wife uh, around these things as well. And she constantly has been saying that she has uh, wrestled with this through Scripture, not around it. So, you know, my issue there once again is Scripture is pretty clear about sexual sin. There is no if ands, or buts about it. Scripture is extremely clear when it comes to sexual sin. And because of that, I don't believe that someone who is willingly committing sin and living in a life of sin uh, can truly be saved. However, if they repent and they turn from their wicked ways and they turn to Christ, then they can be saved. Even if they have those predispositions or they have issues where um, they are uh, struggling with things like that. You know, I'll admit that I struggle with certain things and I know that when I actually mess up, and, and I have messed up, that when I turn to Christ and I, um, you know, repent, and, and I, I do my best to put my trust in Him so that I don't mess up again, I know that I am in Christ because of that, you know. Um, the Bible says that uh, where is the uh, one who condemns? There is no one that condemns except for God Himself. And so, therefore, you know, he sent Jesus so that we could be saved from our sins. So, my, my struggle with all of this is the resurgence of uh, the idea that Christians can be pro-LGBT right and pro-abortion. Um, now, I know, quite frankly, that I could be um, hazed because of this view, um, but I just have a hard time understanding how Christians can support such a obvious um, discrepancy with abortion uh, or with LGBT uh, rights. Now, coming at this from a purely political point of view, um, and, and as a Christian who happens to be a libertarian, who also happens to um, have some pretty... Uh, crazy views of uh, basically our our society, our our political society. Um, I have a hard time with government mandating certain things to uh, make it easier for Christians to accept. So it's a tightrope, I'll admit. So here's what I would basically say: I don't personally have a problem with homosexual marriage. I don't personally have a problem with it from a political point of view. I have a personal problem with it when it comes to faith. I don't think that it's a, a good thing for the church or for anybody in the church to try and make excuses uh, for um, homosexual marriage or anything of that nature. So when it comes down to it, as far as politically speaking, um, you know, we live in a secular society, and if that secular society chooses to accept something like homosexual marriage, um, then that is 
fine with me. Now, I will not stop talking about the fact that we need to love those people who struggle in homosexuality and show them the light of Christ and hopefully get their repentance. I will not say that we should stop that. In fact, I should say the church should ramp that up. But I think that it's lazy Christianity for a Christian to demand that our politicians force people to follow our spiritual ideology. Um, Because that's just like trying to get uh, the government to uh, bring in um, Muslim law. uh, What do they call it? Sharia law. That's essentially the same thing. Um, So I don't personally believe in that. I don't believe that government should uh, enforce religious law uh, or religious ideology. Um, But I do think that we as Christians should stand up and say that we don't agree with it, that it's wrong, um, and show them the light of Christ through our love. You know, Um, there's an old hymn that says they will know that we are Christians by our love. And, And if we're not loving one another in the faith, then how are we going to introduce people to uh, an all-loving God who loves people regardless of their past, who loves people regardless of how many times they screw up, who loves people no matter how many times they fall flat on their face? Because quite frankly, God sent his son so that we didn't have to um, meet the requirements of the law because the requirements of the law um, were, were death, when we committed sin. Um, and, you know, and that's where I come at this uh, from all sides. So, you know, I may have a lot of Christian friends out there who listen to this and they hear me say that, um, that I'm okay from a social perspective with homosexual marriage. But when it comes to spiritually speaking, I am not okay with it. I'm absolutely not okay with it. Um, so with that also... Um, speaking about abortion, because some people may actually say that uh, using the idea that I just said, that Christians shouldn't impose our uh, religious um, ideology about gay marriage, then why should we um, impose our religious ideology about abortion? Well, the difference is that gay marriage does not end in someone's life. Uh, in most cases. In fact, uh, in very, very few cases does it actually uh, cause death unless there is some type of STD or something that's transmitted. Um, But with abortion, it always ends in death. It always ends in the loss of life. Whether you agree with abortion as being, um, as being, you know, a clump of cells that you're basically eradicating from, uh, the woman's body, or if it's the fetus, and whether or not that fetus should have rights, then, you know, I understand that. But at the same time, that baby has gotten life from the moment that it was conceived. It is life. And, you know, when you actually try to say that that child that is growing in the womb is not life, I mean, that really is kind of, uh, to me, that's kind of disgusting. Because I, I think that if you're willing to kill uh, a little one to keep it from being born, either because you're afraid of what it will do to your social life or you're afraid of uh, what it will do to your personal life or you're afraid 
that you're bringing that child into a bad world um, or whatever your reasoning behind it. Um, I, I just view that as wrong. So I know this is a totally different uh, idea behind this episode, you know, because normally I interview pastors and teachers and leaders from all over the world uh, about um, bringing the churches together. So I say this to basically say that um, I believe that as the body of Christ, we should stand together. In fact, the scriptures are clear that we should stand in agreement with one another. The problem is, is that the church is so varied in how many people and what types of people are involved. And you have people out there that believe that they're following the scriptures, but they hold on to things such as um, abortion and, and uh, uh, LGBT marriage, you know, and they, they feel that it's okay. And then they try to take scripture and they try to twist it in a way to support these things. And I just don't feel like that's even uh, compatible with one another. So um, with that said, I, I'm not going to do a whole long episode. Uh, I just kind of wanted to get this off my chest and you know, kind of speak to uh, my listeners for a few minutes. Um, I haven't had an episode in over a month, and the reason why is I've had a few um, interviewees um, that have, uh, for one reason or another, uh, not been available when we had the appointment set up to record. Um, and uh, it's getting close to the holiday season, and with my working in retail, it makes it even more difficult for me to uh, do this during this period of year between November and December. Uh, but I figured I wanted to get something out there just to let you know that the podcast is still going on, and I may not record one in December um, because of uh, work schedule and all, but I just want you to know that um, the scripture is clear that we are to stand united. And the only way I really believe that we can is by the love of Christ. And the love of Christ does not mean that we have to accept or to validate the sins of others, but it does mean that we should love them to repentance. Now, I know I got a little bit into politics on this episode, which is something I do not do, so please do not judge the entire podcast based on that few minutes of thoughts by me. I am a human, and I do have human uh, viewpoints at times, and I do make mistakes. I am not um, above reproach. Um, I do make mistakes, and I do screw up quite often, in fact. Um, but I just want you guys to know that I love you guys. I uh, I want to uh, grow this podcast to where it is an influential podcast that people are listening to and that they talk about and they share with their friends. Um, and, and I know that as I get more guests on the program, um, hopefully like Stephen Furtick and some even smaller pastors and teachers from around the country and even the world, um, that you guys will listen and that you will take my ideas and the thoughts that uh, come up on the program and help to try to bring the church together. The church is, uh, honestly, it is not healthy. You know, the questions that I typically ask on the program involve church health and, you know, how we can bring unity to a divided church. And most of the time, the ideas that come up are social projects. And unfortunately, social projects aren't really going to be um, things that are going to truly bring true unity. Although, 
they would help if we had relationship with other um, churches in our community. So I leave you with this, and I tell you guys, uh, I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. Um, please email me directly at thewarriorscry at gmail.com. Um, you can also support um, the ministry here at patreon.com forward slash thewarriorscry. Check out Warriors on the Wall, uh, the other podcast. That's typically where this kind of conversation would be. Um, but I just wanted to have kind of a conversation with you guys based on what my own internal struggles and thoughts are uh, around um, the whole LGBT battle uh, and the abortion battle um, that we have been experiencing um, really pretty much my entire life. Um, and I, I just kind of wanted to show you where I am and what my thoughts are around all of this. Um, with an effort to still try to make it as uh, evergreen as possible, that it's still um, relevant if you listen to it in five years, um, because that's the whole idea of this podcast. I don't want to have um, time-sensitive things that uh, make it not relevant when you listen to it later. Um, so I leave you with that thought. Um, please subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Warriors Cry. You can also like us there uh, and like the Warriors on the Wall as well, which is facebook.com forward slash Warriors on the Wall. Uh, and share the podcast with all your friends. Give us an upvote. Give us uh, five stars. Give us reviews on iTunes and wherever else you may listen. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys continuing to listen to the podcast. Um, I love you guys. Peace. And may uh, uh, God let his face shine upon you. Um, amen.